You're listening to ReachMD Radio, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to Diabetes Discourse, sponsored by Novo Nordisk, a world leader in diabetes care. Here's your host, Dr. Stephen Edelman, founder and director of Taking Control of Your Diabetes, clinical professor of medicine, Division of Endocrinology and Metabolism, University of California, San Diego, and San Diego Veterans Administration Healthcare System. Diabetes research is the cornerstone for new opportunities in treatment for the patient living with diabetes. How is the newly formed Pediatric Diabetes Research Center at UC San Diego School of Medicine serving this goal? I am Janice Baker, sitting in for Dr. Stephen Edelman. Joining us to discuss diabetes research is Professor of Pediatrics and the co-director of the UC San Diego's Pediatric Diabetes Research Center, Dr. Alberto Hayek. Dr. Hayek, welcome to ReachMD. Thank you. Nice to be here. Great to have you. What is happening in pediatric diabetes research in San Diego? I believe that uh, the most significant development in pediatric diabetes in this city has been the launch of a pediatric diabetes research center at UCSD. And uh, we found ourselves as a group of dedicated Taiwan diabetes researchers enjoying incredible opportunities for interdisciplinary collaboration. And uh, because we are located at one of the top research institutes in the country, the Pediatric Diabetes Research Center has the chance to become enormously important, not only in San Diego, but uh, in the field of diabetes research as a whole. Please share with our listeners what the Pediatric Diabetes Research Center is about. Okay, the Pediatric Diabetes Research Center was created for a number of reasons and truly uh, fortunate circumstances. Uh, Those include a very large clinical base at uh, Rady Children's Hospital, where we have a diabetes clinic that takes care of more than 1,000 patients, uh, children with uh, diabetes, Of those, about 85% are type 1 diabetic. Uh, Second, we have a very strong basic research in diabetes at UCSD. Uh, Third, we have uh, many, many opportunities in La Jolla to collaborate with a group uh, of many high-caliber scientists in institutions that include uh, the Salk Institute, the Scripps Research Institute, the Sanford Burnham Institute, La Jolla Institute for Allergy and Immunology. And last but not least, we have a very strong community interest to support a diabetes center in San Diego. So we hope that eventually this uh, pediatric diabetes research center will fully integrate all its programs under one roof, uh, encompassing patient care, which is currently delivered at Rady Children's Hospital by UCSD faculty, Uh, clinical research, including trials for new drugs or new uh, instruments uh, for the care of uh, children with diabetes, and uh, strong basic uh, clinical research for Taiwan diabetes. Why do we need this research center? What is missing in our community? We don't really have a lot of researchers and a lot of uh, resources under one single roof to provide the type of clinical services, and research that we have. So this will be the first truly significant under-one-roof 
under the uh, pediatric department at UCSD Center to accomplish all these things. What is the vision and mission of the center? The, the mission of the Pediatric Diabetes Research Center is to improve the quality of life for those with diabetes through groundbreaking research in the prevention, treatment, and cure of type 1 diabetes. And also, of course, by providing optimal compassionate care and education to our children with diabetes. And the vision is to become the leading type 1 diabetes research and clinical care center in the United States, which is uh, ambitious, but uh, I am convinced doable. Uh, what are the current goals of the Pediatric Diabetes Research Center? Okay, we want to expand the base of both clinical research and basic research programs. We want to continue conducting studies which involve all kind of uh, uh, disciplines such as biochemistry, genetics, epigenetics, cellular and molecular biology. And all these uh, techniques are to be able to identify cell-based therapies to replace those cells lost in Taiwan diabetes. We also want to foster innovation. We want to expand the pool of talented young researchers that are thinking or are in the process of starting a research career in diabetes. So uh, in addition to expanding the base for both uh, clinical research and basic research, uh, we would like to uh, foster innovation by uh, attracting young, talented scientists that are beginning their careers in Taiwan diabetes. So we would like to bring uh, young scientists with different expertise, all tied up to type 1 diabetes, with the eventual goal of developing, a, for instance, a cell-based therapy in diabetes. So we could uh, create insulin-producing cells in the lab for transplantation. In, in individuals who have lost all their insulin-producing cells because of their type 1 diabetes. Uh, so w the studies that we'd like to implement are trying to understand the factors that maintain an adequate uh, insulin-producing cell number of cells. And uh, in order to do that, then we need the expertise from people who can... Uh, do cellular, molecular biology, understand the way genes are silences or are uh, upregulated so they can function better in, the, in terms of uh, getting, for instance, uh, insulin-producing cells to replicate when they have not been completely destroyed by the immune system in diabetes or to protect them from this immune attack and uh, this requires special expertise that uh, are absolutely important for defining therapies for the future in type 1 diabetes. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Diabetes Discourse on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I am Janice Baker, and I'm speaking with Dr. Alberto Hayek. We are discussing the importance of diabetes research. Dr. Hayek, how does the basis of research influence the treatment of type 1 diabetes? Basic research will be the solution to find a treatment or a cure for Taiwan diabetes. And it's going to be the solution because we need very sophisticated investigators 
that understand how the cells work. For instance, the cells in type 1 diabetes are killed. We need to know exactly how they are killed so we can prevent it. We need uh, cell biologists that can take these cells, grow them in, tissue called in, in, in dishes in the lab. We need uh, molecular biologists that can modify the way genes behave so we can make these cells grow, uh, replicate in these tissue culture dishes so they can be given back to persons with diabetes. And we need to know how molecules that could affect either the death or the survival of these insulin-producing cells behave. And this is only through uh, sophisticated biochemical studies that uh, we can perform. Now, how are the other organizations that you spoke of collaborating towards these goals? Well, for instance, uh, we have a, an active program right now with uh, investigators at La Jolla Allergen Immunology. Uh, they work very closely with the pediatric diabetologists at Rady Children's Hospital. Uh, they have developed some vaccines and very interesting uh, antibodies or substances that are supposed to block the immune system to see if diabetes can be prevented or can be uh, delayed in its onset once uh, the blood sugar becomes too high. So this is probably the most current example that we have. In addition, we have some uh, research programs with more basic researches at the, screen research, at the Script Research Institute, and uh, these are proving to be very useful collaborations. For instance, we had one collaboration trying to find uh, small molecules that could induce the replication of beta cells, first in animals and hopefully one day in humans. So the environment is very, very important to our research. So what are exciting developments in pediatric diabetes research? Oh, well, no, it, I, I think the most interesting things going on in pediatric diabetes research today in San Diego and around the country is the implementation of new developments for insulin delivery. For instance, the new POM sensors that are completely changing the way we look at the treatment of diabetes in, in, in children and young adults. As I mentioned before, we have these ongoing clinical trials for diabetes prevention. And uh, in the foreseeable future, we really hope that we can apply the potential of stem cells as a treatment mm. for type 1 diabetes. Now, how will the research benefit healthcare professionals and the patient? First of all, the community will have a place where they could refer the children with type 1 diabetes, where these children will receive the most sophisticated clinical care. They will be exposed to diabetes educators. Uh, nurses trained in the care of uh, children with type 1 diabetes, psychologists to take care of the uh, psychological insults that diabetes brings to each child and the family, and the potential to be informed about what is going on in research for their ultimate treatment and cure, because this improved control of blood sugar will probably prevent development of complications and also at an earlier stage, they might prevent the on onset of type 1 diabetes. Perhaps the cure when we are talking about cell replacement therapies like uh, stem cells. Well, Dr. Hayek, would you kindly let our listeners know how we can find the resources that, that PDRC has to offer? The best way is through the Internet. The address is pdrc.ucsd.edu. 
Well, I would like to thank our guest, Professor of Pediatrics and the co-director of the UC San Diego's Pediatric Diabetes Research Center, Dr. Alberto Hayek. Dr. Hayek, thank you so much for spending time with us on Diabetes Discourse. More than welcome. Thank you for listening to Diabetes Discourse, sponsored by Novo Nordisk, a world leader in diabetes care. To learn more about diabetes and the role of GLP-1, visit novomedlink.com forward slash DIA. For more details on the interviews and conversations in this week's show, or to download the segment, visit us at reachmd.com. In last week's class, we talked about how diabetes affects the whole person, and we left off with an important question. Are we looking at every part of diabetes? Uh, to help us answer this question, I've invited one of my colleagues as a guest speaker, Dr. Jackie Brennan, who has been practicing endocrinology for over 25 years. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here to discuss a key issue in diabetes, whether or not we're looking at the whole picture. As you know, sustained control of A1C is important, but we can't stop there. Weight, cardiovascular risk, and beta cell dysfunction are also part of the problem. Specifically, I'd like to talk about GLP-1 and how it impacts multiple systems affected by diabetes. Can anyone tell me more about it? Yes, Jamie, go ahead. GLP-1 is a natural hormone that helps regulate glucose metabolism, and the multiple actions of GLP-1 are critical to glucose control. Exactly. In a glucose-dependent manner, GLP-1 stimulates the beta cells in the pancreas to secrete insulin and inhibits the liver from releasing excessive glucose by reducing glucagon secretion from alpha cells. Anyone know what else it does? What about you, Sam? Yeah, doesn't it help control weight by slowing gastric emptying and inducing a feeling of satiety? Yes, and GLP-1 may also play a role in improving beta cell function, a key to slowing diabetes progression. But why is this so important? It's because at diagnosis, type 2 diabetes patients have already lost 50% of beta cell function. Well, isn't impaired GLP-1 physiology also part of the problem in diabetes? Yes, that's a great point. People with type 2 diabetes may have impaired GLP-1 activity and or impaired beta cell response to GLP-1. This could contribute to problems that develop over time. That's why the multiple actions of GLP-1 throughout the body are critical. GLP-1 regulates blood sugar in a glucose-dependent manner, may help control weight, and may improve beta cell function. Novo Nordisk is a world leader in diabetes care and is dedicated to ongoing research. To learn more about the latest treatment available from Novo Nordisk, please visit glp1analog.com.